Hey everybody, welcome to episode 301 of the Bite Me Podcast. If you have not listened to last week's podcast yet, man, you are not missing much. It was very similar to what this week's podcast will be, actually. Um, we should really get better at, at those big numbers, but... I don't know, like three dudes with jobs. Like we got, we got stuff to do. So anyway, I'm here. Uh, Dylan's here. Say hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Colby's here. His mouth may be full of Oreo. I mean, it is, but I can still say hey. Nice. Hey, Oreo. Hey, Oreo. I, do you guys like have to buy? I think Colby's with me on this, but Dylan may not be that person. Like, if you see a new flavor of Oreo, do you almost have to purchase it? No, because if it's like pumpkin, I'm not gonna get it. Right? Oh man, the like, pumpkin there's a, there's one is lot, so good. Like I don't really like. I don't know if I like like seasonal flavors or the really wacky ones. The the only one that was not good. Um. Well, actually, that's not true. Do, the, do you remember the, the big red? Is that what the, it was, or was it? It was uh, Coke. I want to say or or cherry. The cherry Pepsi? cherry was that what it cherry was? Coke or something? The one that had like pop rocks in it. Yeah. What yeah. was that? No, that I, can't even remember. I don't remember that one. Was not good. I there's a video cherry on our YouTube cola. page. Yeah, cherry cola. Go to go to the Bite Me Podcast yeah, YouTube was, page. I think it's just that was rough. I think it's just like youtube.com slash bite me podcast. There is a video of Dylan and Adam eating it. It is hilarious. Um I go watch it about once every six months and just laugh. I think uh, I've but, brought it up before, but I have eaten both um like hot wings Oreos as well ooh. as See, um, that's, I'm just not stuff that you put it. in sushi. The, or wasabi. Not, uh, wasabi, wasabi, as well as wasabi ones. They're from China. They're also how expired. Were, how so, were those? Not great. No, no. Man. I had wasabi ice cream once, and it's probably the only ice cream I've ever eaten that I thought, like, no, this is just not good. Have you ever had cheddar just, cheese ice cream? I don't cream? know if that's a great mix. I no, yeah, it was not because it was like spicy and cold, which was really weird. I'm not a fan. Um. No, a cheddar cheese ice cream. I might. I guess I might be willing to try that. Is it good? Have you tried it? Dear Lord, no. They had that at a party once. And they're like, you want to try some? I'm like, no. Yeah, I would. I would try that. There's a, so there's a there's an ice cream place here, and it's uh, there's a bunch of them all in the United States, and they're kind of famous for having weird ice cream flavors. And one of the flavors this month, I think, is actually like apple pie ice cream with with cheddar cheese, uh, like flavoring. So I, I don't know. I, I Half of that sounds it. good. Yeah, but but that's kind of like their shtick is like their their flavors are all weird. Um, I don't remember what it's called, honey. What's it called? Salt and straw. Um, yeah. It's at Disney Springs, but they they exist in other places. But yeah, the, the, it's their their food's just unique, I guess. And that maybe weird isn't the right word, but I don't know. Anyway, I, the Swedish fish Oreos were also not terrific. They were they would have been better if they'd had like blonde Oreos instead of chocolate. So anyway. There's your Oreo update. Welcome to Oreo Cast, man. Like I don't say I don't want to say I could put out an episode every week about Oreos, but I bet you we could do one a month. Like you know, <laughs> just saying. Uh, all right, today we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll start with the video games we've been playing. Um, I, Colby's played some weird games this week. Um, we are Fire. going to talk about. No, they're great, Colin. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're weird. Uh, we're going to talk about Ubisoft and their decision to uh, raise their video game prices. Uh, even though Halo is not getting split-screen co-op, apparently you can just kind of make it work now, which is weird. Uh, your Xbox is going to get less noisy. Maybe not your Xbox itself, but your Xbox uh, 
gamer chat with your your friends. Uh, PS5 got an internal redesign. The Xbox Elite Controller 2 that is in white exists, and it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, PlayStation loves exclusives until they don't. Uh, finally, an Assassin's Creed game is coming out that I might actually play. And if you are into things like Assassin's Creed, you can get a month of free Ubisoft Plus right now. We've got questions from uh, Monotone Screaming, Turn Down for What, Triple Trouble, uh, Prime Fan, and Joe Coleslaw. We've got some free games from Epic. We've got some free games from uh, Game Pass and uh, three different bundles from hum- Humble Bundle. So some good cheap stuff coming up in the later part of the podcast but first let's talk about what we've been playing uh dylan what, 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 have, what have you been up to man um i played darkest dungeon a little bit more because i have a magical ability of when i talk about uh, a game it'll often go on sale the next day um, <laughs> on steam um so it was like i don't know three dollars or something oh, really? or whatever hmm. um it may still be on sale i'm looking right now um and because I kind of wanted to just like test would I enjoy this more on PC, and I think the answer is yes. Um, yeah. Just so, for some reason, some of those games are just I want to play it on Switch, but you can just play it so much faster on a PC. Yeah. Um, just with the little um, anything that you have to like micromanage stuff, right? Like you have to click through menus and things. Yeah. And just like they made it work, but it's not not optimal. Um, and I, I I'm kind of picky like that. I think. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, you have to like use the triggers and things to go into like sub menus um, uh, where you like hold it down and it's like, I don't know, is there a better way to do this? Or um, so I did and I kind of I played around on that and I, I do like it better. So I think I'm going to I'm going to keep playing it on, on PC. Um, nice. Um, I don't really have much more to say other than funny happenstance and now i'm i've transitioned to playing it on pc so uh, yeah it uh it is unfortunately not still on sale so that was a fast little sale i guess little little teeny might have been like i don't know it might have been a weekend sale kind of thing or something where it's like the thursday night through the weekend or something i don't know but yeah it happens uh sequel to it's coming out next year so you can get it darkest dungeon 2 in february 2023 so be on the lookout for that uh, how about you, Cole? What have you been playing? I have been playing Let's Mute Myself and Forget That I'm Muted while I'm Yay! eating Love that game. peanut butter M&M's. Um, the best M&M's. Exactly. Wait, mm. I said peanut butter, not peanut yes, right. peanut okay. butter. No, peanut, peanut M&M's. No, I just want it, I want it as butter. People who like peanut M&M's are suspect. They just come, It just turns into peanut butter in your mouth. No, it doesn't. No, it's, <laughs> I don't think that works. Brooke just gave me the most. Dis- <laughs> she, she she looked over at me like we might be getting divorced now. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, was it worth it? Yeah, probably. I have played more Ghost Recon Breakpoint because I am like ninety hours into that game and have touched almost none of the main quest line. You're playing my playthrough of Fallout Three where uh-huh. I was like, is there a main quest in this game? Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't know. I or Fallout Four, I'm like, I should be searching for my child. Someone kidnapped him. I'm like, eh, maybe maybe tomorrow. We'll we'll, we'll get I, back to that. Like if if this was a real life thing, I'm pretty sure the people on that island would be talking about me in like mythical tales like John Wick. Like, <laughs> I just killed like a thousand men. <laughs> like, 
Um, still liking it. Still going to play it. Nice. Probably will finish it. Probably at least 40 hours out. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I will say that I looked at the, like, how long to beat, and completionist is 90 hours, and I'm like, they must be better than I am or something, because <laughs> I don't think they actually beat well, this. I think they're liars. Did they get all of the little question marks on the map? Because... <laughs> Uh, I also played Scream Ride because my child is now obsessed with roller coasters um, to the point of, do you know that there are a lot of roller coaster POV videos on YouTube? I do. Yeah, um, I did. They actually, you know, the worst part about it is they kind of still make me motion sick. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. Um, I actually was, I need to get my... Uh, controller back for my ps4 because i'll bet you you can do those in vr yeah you absolutely can uh -huh. you absolutely can um i don't know how vr works with a six-year-old but <laughs> find out um but uh scream ride is like a game i'd never heard of i went looking for planet coaster and found scream ride uh it's on game pass As one does. And exactly uh it reminds me quite a bit of um What's the motorcycle game? Uh, Trails. Oh, really? Yeah. Trials. 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 There we go. Um, where, like, you have a roller coaster, and you you are controlling the coaster, like, how fast it goes. You know, like, you can do, like, you can get it up on two wheels to do, like, tricks. Mm -hmm. um, you're basically, like, I don't know, this elite, you know, like. I don't um, want to be on that roller coaster. No. No. I don't want to be doing this, tricks. No, no. Like, this elite company that, you know, like, people go to for, like, thrills. And so you, like, they create these awesome roller coasters that, you know, have, like, jumps in them and stuff like that. But, like, you've got to pick up, like, boost and all sorts of things. It's like a mix of, like, trials and, like, I don't know, Mario Kart. Huh. Um, huh. You've got that aspect of it. But then you also have, like, a demolition. Uh, there's, like, three different things. There's that. There's demolition, which is you use like all sorts of things to try to break things um, like buildings and whatnot to uh, huh. you know get points so you can get to the next level and then there's a like you have to here's like part of a roller coaster and you have to fix it but you have to do do it to like a specification of like so you can get a certain amount of points um, so it can't just be like, well, I connected here to here. It's good. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, well, I've got to make it so it goes up. And, you know, at some point, like, you can't make it go too high because then, you know, you'll just shoot off into the stratosphere and that won't complete the level. Um, it's an interesting game. Uh, and it's made by Frontier, the same people that make Planet Coaster. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. Because it was, it's done by Microsoft Studios. It was yeah, published. It, it was published by Microsoft. Hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I will say I've that. I've never heard it, of this. It was not what I was expecting it to be. Um, but uh, I'm, huh. I kind of am digging it. It's not. How, how does how does your daughter feel about it? You know, she really liked it, but kind of lost interest in it. I don't know. Um, I yeah. probably won't like finish it, but uh, every time I pop it on, she's like, "Oh, this," you know, and she can play like some of the easier levels because. You're on essentially a track. You can't screw it up too much. Um, as long as you kind of like can break and stuff, you're you're pretty good. So Colby and I um, worked together at a company a number of years ago. Um, 
And there was a guy that worked with us who... What's the nicest way to put it? Was not not the sharpest tool in What's the kind shed? of guy who had underwear that was white at one point in time, but now was gray? And had all holes in it, but still yeah. like sagged his jeans? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just not not like the the top shelves of individuals um but whatever but he went to uh the same amusement park that colby goes to all the time and was apparently just um blown away by how roller coasters work and quit his job because he was going to become a roller coaster engineer um and looking at some of the roller coasters that are made in Scream Ride, I, I wonder if he was successful at least at a video game level because the the roller coasters I'm seeing here um, look very similar to the type of roller coasters that I would imagine him making. I mean, I hope that he did not make actual roller coasters. Oh, God, right? I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, there's got to be like a government agency that that stops that from happening, right? It's got he, he creates action park on accident. <laughs> uh huh. Right. That's exactly it. So, anywho, uh, uh, then I played some uh, Train Simulator World Three. Sure. Um, if I haven't played the first two, am I going to be able to catch up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Okay. Um, it is the most simiest of sim games that has ever simmed, as far as I can tell. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that at some point in time, if I played this enough, I could drive a train. <laughs> um, like, if you, I've only ever played Microsoft Flight Sim, I guess, on, like, basic simulator kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, press A to go, you know, like, you, like. I don't know, turn the, you know, plane on and then press A to go. You, you didn't, like, do a pre-flight check? No, and in this game, you do. <laughs> um, and, like, it is very specific, like, what you have to do to make this train go. You've got to follow, like, I have failed so many levels because I wasn't paying attention and ran the little, like, stop signs they have on trains. Yeah. Um, it's, Did you kill a person? No, no, I have okay. not. I have not killed anyone yet. I don't think you can. Okay. That's uh, a shame. But it's interesting. I don't know. Like, it's not a game I'm going to play, but, like, occasionally it's kind of fun to, like, pop in. But the problem is, is that, like, I didn't play it for two days and then had to play the tutorial again because I'm like, how do I turn the train on? Like, I don't remember what these buttons do. And I'm playing it and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, well, maybe this would be easier on a computer because there's a lot more buttons and it would be easier. No, it's not. It's the same game on a, a PC. Like, it is yeah. not easier. It is, it is like, I, I hit the wrong button and got stuck in a tunnel. Mm -hmm. um, and because the tunnel is dark, I couldn't figure out how to turn my train back on because it was dark. <laughs> like, I'm like, are there interior lights? There's not like a button for interior lights. You'd have to find that on the train. It's not like hit the start button to turn on the light. You would literally <laughs> have to find your interior lights, which is real hard when you can't see anything. See anything. You needed to, to hit B for your flashlight. No flashlight. No flashlight. You Why should have brought a flashlight, flashlight with Cole. You it, probably it had one. It was in your. It was like in a duffel bag underneath uh -huh. the. You had, had to go to find stand it. Stand up and like yeah, try and figure yeah. out where it. It is. It's a fascinating game because I think it has like a fairly not like a fairly big 
player base, but like a very dedicated player base of just like, I want to be a train. Like, I love trains. I'm going to, I mean, it's probably like Microsoft flights him. Like, um, just a dedicated base of people who really want to do trains. I'm absolutely fascinated by the people who like are super into, um, what's the, what's the truck one? Um, Amer- like American truck simulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They like build rigs in their mm-hmm. house. Like there are people that like program radio stations just so that they can, uh, you know, play it in their their fake rigs in their truck, and they have like f- fake CBs, and it's it like kind of the same energy. This is a hundred percent a podcast game. Like yeah. you could totally just sit and listen to as many podcasts as you want because you are driving a train. It is not like, you know, you are <laughs> in this, real time. This stop is six miles away. You're doing 35 miles an hour. Have fun. Um, so, so now what you need to do call, um, do you drive real trains? Like, I mean, is it, is it like, can you, you're, you know, you could catch Amtrak? Hey, and... hey, hey Cliff, I'm going to point out in a game that, you know, you have to figure out how to turn on the train and like release brakes. Of and course, stuff. they're okay. real tracks. They're real trains. Yeah. They're... Yeah. So what you need to do. So um, the guy who crea- did the video game uh, Nuclear Throne, um, I can't mm-hmm. remember his name offhand, um, did a thing where he took a flight and then as soon as he, like they allowed him to, he pulled up the same flight in Microsoft Flight Simulator. So it was like super meta where he was flying a plane, flying a plane. Um, and like, you know, you could like look out the window of his fake plane and see the same thing that was outside the window of, you know, the that, plane he was in. That's a good Twilight Zone where you realize that you're actually flying the plane. <laughs> exactly. That would be amazing. Um, but so what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to just like hop on a train somewhere. Um, and I'll leave it up to you if you're going to be like like riding the rails like a hobo or if you're going to be you I have know, seen actually... my bank account I'm going to be right like <laughs> just giving you the option like if you want to buy a, a seat aboard an Amtrak that is an option as well but if you'd prefer to you know just I don't know I, I don't I put my laptop in a bindle and chase after a train <laughs> yeah I've only like been next to a, a few trains when they went by and unless they get a lot slower somewhere this doesn't seem safe um, I have seen a lot of videos in which like being next next to a train does not end well for a person yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass yeah Colby and I like used to go downtown Salt Lake go to downtown Salt Lake and take pictures and a couple times we like kind of I don't want to say stumbled upon, but stumbled upon like this like active train track in Salt Lake. And we took some really cool pictures of trains. And then every once in a while, you'll see like a video of someone like getting sucked into the train by the like backflow. And I, I begin to think that maybe that was not our smartest of ideas. Or you don't realize that trains overhang the like track by about six feet on each uh-huh. side. Yeah. Yeah. But we both lived to tell the story. So I guess. I guess we're fine. <laughs> then I All played right, the lawnmower it... simulator. Um, how how is that? I this is one again that I think I'm going to try on my PC because like it it seems like something that I could really enjoy just because it is chill. <laughs> it is again a podcast <laughs> game where much like Power Wash Simulator, you can just like zone out and you know not really have to worry about it. But like. 
the the camera is real fidgety. Um, like I did not like the camera at all, and I kind of wonder with make a mouse if it would be better. I don't. It just it. I want to like it and I want to try it, but I don't know. It just seems a little bit off. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, you know, you have to make sure that you hit essentially every blade of gla- grass and like, you can be like a little bit off and you've missed like a, you know, one inch section yeah. and then you have to go back and do that. It's, but it's real hard to tell that you've missed that one inch section. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it's interesting, but yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out, Cole. If you want to just like mow a lawn, like you could probably just like go mow low, you know, go mow moms. Like she probably wouldn't turn you down. Hers is like, mostly dead, so oh, you could come mow mine. <laughs> like Mine's we, very. We live in a state cliff that uh, has had a 22 year drought, and people are just figuring this out. Eh? <laughs> that maybe lawn's not the best idea. Like, oh my god! Like we don't have water here. Like that's weird. I, I, uh, I like can't mow mine enough to keep it like <laughs> from being like the guy who mows my lawn. I think he comes every two weeks and he's just like, I gotta bail this lawn. Like I could, I could be leaving little like cubes behind. It's it's not great. Um, let's see, what did I play this week? I played some more Garden Story. I I, I went very much into the like the other day. I looked at. It was like eight o'clock at night. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go to bed for like two and a half hours. I bet you I can beat Garden Story, and I still have not beaten Garden Story. And then I realized that I, in my head, I was thinking Garden Story was like five or six hours long, and oh, Garden Story like is 20, like fourteen to twenty or something. Yeah, it's like like if you just run through it, it's ten, and they're like most people are going to do like fifteen and a half. So I think that's part of the reason why I'm not I'm not I'm not not enjoying it, but I really think I thought it was going to be a lot shorter than it was. Um, and it's, it's actually a pretty, pretty long game. So I hope, 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 hope to wrap that up this week. Um, let's see. I also played some, uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley, the new, like, kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I want to say that it's kind of like Animal Crossing, but it's, it's got some interesting differences. So, I mean, it's, it is just kind of one of those, like, you go to gather, things it's uh like the setup of the story is you are a person who's been transported to um like an actual person person that's been translated transferred to like a disney um place a place where disney characters live i guess and you seem to to realize that these people are disney characters like it like it's 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 as if i got sucked into a cartoon but uh there's been like a, a curse upon the land and there's there's all these like thorny bushes that you have to like magic away um but you know past that it's like you kind of get rid of all the thorny bushes you find um a shovel and you find a uh fishing rod and you find a pick so you can you know pick at rocks and you know dig holes and plant stuff and catch fish and you sell the fish to goofy and you know it just kind of works like any of those kind of sim games um, but it's like surprisingly good. Um, I played it for probably, I don't know, two or three hours. Um, and it's got kind of an interesting loop, but the, the interesting thing about the loop is, is it doesn't play like a Stardew Valley or uh, an Animal Crossing where you have like days. 
Um, you do have stamina, but when you run out of stamina, all you have to do is either eat something and your stamina will get better or just walk back to your house and just walk inside. You don't have to like go to sleep, but there's no concept of days as far as I can tell. Um, you just walk inside and your stamina recharges and then you walk back outside and you can, you can continue mining or planting or, or whatever you want to do. So it's a little bit different that way. Um, it is an early access right now, so I'm, I don't think I'm going to play more of it. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, games having an early access and then them adding more stuff to it over time. I think I'd rather just um, wait until it's done. But, you know, I'm three hours into it, and I didn't hit any, like, obnoxious you-need-to-pay-us-money um, kind of places. And I didn't even really see anywhere... Like, I mean, that far into it, I didn't actually see anywhere where I could spend money. So I don't know if they just haven't added in the cosmetics yet or if I just didn't notice. But it's not, like, obnoxiously free-to-play yet. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's probably worth checking out. If you, if you get it now, you get, like, what they're calling, like, the quote-unquote founder's edition for free. Um... So you get some extra stuff. So it's probably worth, if it's something that interests you, I guess, it's probably worth downloading it now and at least loading in long enough to collect your stuff um, and then wait until later. But yeah, overall, it's it's interesting. Um, My favorite thing is, is like, oh, I've been transported into this magic world of you know fantasy. The first thing I should do is probably work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the the problem is, is the the only person there that like um, has like everyone's losing their memory because of the I don't know dream darkness something I I can't say I played a lot of attention is, is to the this plot. A Kingdom Hearts thing. Yeah, kinda. Um, is is Merlin from um, what what movie's Merlin from? Sword uh, in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Yeah. Um, and eventually you meet, like, Scrooge McDuck and Goofy's there. And I think I've met Mickey. You're working too. for Scrooge yeah. McDuck under some sort of fiefdom. Oh, like, I'm not even kidding. Scrooge McDuck is 100% Tom Nook. So he is absolutely the guy who you're going to be, like, you know, indebted to. So, um, but yeah, you have to you have to work, Cole, or else you won't be able to save the kingdom from... The darkness. I like I said. I, I I should have paid more attention to that. It's got great music. Like the the funny thing is, like all the music's just Disney music. So I'd be like sitting there, like this song's very nice. I like this song a lot. And then I realized it's like just from a movie. So I don't know. Give it a shot if you like Disney stuff. It's it's worth a go. Um, let's see. Patreon. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Patreon. Thank you to all of our patrons. If you'd like to become one, help uh, pave the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, as we said last week, we have a, uh, a couple of tiers that are different now. So we have a, a $1 tier, a $3 tier, a $10 tier and a $110 tier. The $110 is the kicker, man. Uh, if you are a $10 donor though, we call you a a, uh, a producer and we say your name in every podcast so I'm going to say them right now so big shout out to Alan Schulte Joe Cole Jr. Anonymous and Rich Deacon thank you for your continued patronage and uh, everyone else uh, that, that uh, donates as well we love all of you so again go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast uh, extra life we are mm, let's see how do days work today is Wednesday we're recording a day later than we normally do so we are 
I don't know, I guess depending on how you think about it, three, four days away from Saturday, in which I will be kicking off our extra live stream playing, uh, shoot, what's that big scary game? Elden Rings. Elden Ring. Uh, that doesn't have anything to do with Lord of the Rings, does it? No. There's there's no tie-in, right? Okay, good, nope. because I'm just not into that thing. Uh, today, I, I set a timer on my, my uh, Echo device, and she's like, hey... Do you want me to read you a story while you wait for uh, for your timer to go off? I'm like, huh? And she's like, I could start reading The Return of the King. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it's a 10-minute timer. That's a 400-page book. No, I don't want you to read me. <laughs> a page from... <laughs> Uh, I'm only gonna. I'll only allow it if she sings when the hobbits also sing. Uh, anyway, come come hang out with me this this Saturday. Uh, probably from like starting at probably nine. We'll probably go for about eight hours, uh, watching me die over and over and over and over and over and over again in Elden Ring. Uh, trying to raise some money for our extra life campaign. Get that kicked off for this year. But uh, I think it'll. I think it'll be fun. Maybe it won't be. Who knows? Uh, it's gonna. Be, I've never played Elden Ring. I've really never played a Souls like for longer than about ten minutes. So we'll see how it goes. I hear this is the the most accessible of them, but uh, we'll see. So come hang out with us Saturday at Bite Me Podcast. No, that's not right. How about Twitch.tv slash Bite Me Podcast? That'll get you there. All right, Dylan. News. News. I had to take a drink before that. All right. Uh, Ubisoft is going to start charging $70 for their, like, AAA games. Um, so, like, Skull and Bones will probably cost $70, $70 which is weird because I, I the, the further we get from the initial announcement of that game, the I less excited. Fair. I think that was announced when it was games were, like, $30. Right? <laughs> I think they're locked into that price. Or maybe maybe the right way to look at it, Dylan, is that game was announced back in the time when games were like somewhere between forty and one hundred and twenty dollars back in the like the early eighties, where yeah. it was just this it's wild, the wild west. west right? I, I don't know. Uh, your next Far Cry game will probably cost seventy dollars. Your next, I don't know, uh, Assassin's Creed game will cost seventy dollars. I think this is a weird. I'm not saying that Ubisoft games aren't good. I'm not saying that maybe they're not worth $70. I'm not saying that with inflation, $70 is not the right place to go. But it, it seems like a a strange company to be making that decision. Like, not that Ubisoft games aren't successful, but I don't I don't think of Ubisoft games lately as being like giant blockbusters. Um, am I wrong? I mean, I guess I guess like Assassin's Creed Vikings did pretty good. Assassin's Creed, Far Cry. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess the other thing too is, is I wonder how many people are actually paying even sixty dollars for games. Like, I mean, when was the last time you bought a full price video game? Ooh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it actually has not been that long for me. I actually bought the the uh, Star Wars Lego thing and I think I paid full price for it. Maybe I maybe I paid fifty for it. So maybe maybe it wasn't quite full price. But uh yeah it's been a long time and, and like so many games now I'm like I'd like to play that but I'm gonna wait until it's thirty dollars. And I mean that's kinda crappy to game devs, but like I just don't there are so many games out there that I want to play that it's not that big of a deal for me to wait, you know, 
six months to, to pay 30 for it. So maybe, maybe this isn't a big deal, but, or, or is this, or is, is this maybe like the people that want to play this game day one make up for people like me who want to play this game month six and pay $30 for it? I don't know. What do you guys think? Is is this, does this make sense for Ubisoft to do this? I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that if it didn't, they probably wouldn't. <laughs> that is actually like, <laughs> a very, very, very good point. Colin. I'm, I'm going to guess that a company the size of Ubisoft has a pretty large department that has some sort of numbers that they can run that goes, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a, that's an exceptionally yeah. good point. Um, I bring that up in all sorts of other places all the time, and I did not think about that here. So, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. And the game's not going to come out anyway. So, <laughs> what makes us think that it's actually going to come out? November eighth, my dad's birthday. Should I get him? Should I? What yeah. do you think, Cole? Should I get Dad skull and bones for his birthday? Is that something? Yes, like, a, a I still think a Dead Island two might come out first. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's next year, but you you might be right at this point, Dylan. I I I would not bet against that necessarily. I guess so. I uh, talked about it last week. Uh, Apparently, Halo Infinite will not be getting split-screen co-op, a thing that has been pretty um, pretty consistent for a number of years, uh, up to and not including uh, Halo 5. But according to, I don't know, a bunch of people on Twitter, so I guess take this with, you know, the amount of, of salt that you will. Uh, at least until they patch it out, you can go to the campaign menu and load a save. You can click play uh, and then quickly go to your friends list. As soon as the loading map appears, uh, go to your friends list and join a friend who's idling in the menu. You can then leave the fire team and in the custom lobby under the server, select offline. You can now connect your other controllers and profiles and click, click play and uh, <laughs> place you know split screen on on the same thing so it looks like they they probably included the code for the split screen and uh and uh just didn't disable it so until they patch it out if you want to play split screen with your your homies your is that what you is that what you refer to your local friends as your homies i assume so do you have local friends called no 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 maybe you and your kid could play halo split screen together She's yeah, six. Right that, that seems seems fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, the Xbox Series <laughs> X. Um, every weekend, I talk to Colby for I don't know two three hours via via Xbox chat, and like he's so noisy. It's just constant heavy breathing. It's like an obscene phone call. It's just like that. Him eating Oreos and peanut butter M&Ms, and it's like the worst ASMR video you've ever listened to. Like, do you ever watch an ASMR video and, like, who wants to hear this? Like, who? I, I think that often about the, like, eating ASMR. Like, that's the last thing in this world I want to hear on a microphone. I'm going to start an ASMR channel. It's just me eating, like, gobs of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Call yeah, the channel Smack. <laughs> and now I'm going to eat a bunch of saltines without any water. <laughs> it's going to be great. Anyway, uh, if you have one of those friends, uh, the new Xbox update is adding noise suppression to uh, <laughs> to all of their uh, your um, 
Xbox chat. So it's a, a thing you can turn on or turn off. Um, it's accessible under options, uh, the options section of the parties and chats feature. So then you can turn it on, turn it off. I, I've found noise suppression to be kind of a double-edged sword. Like often it does make the background noises go away, but it also makes people sound tinny and lousy. Um, and if they get loud at all, it like, you know, messes up their voice. So I don't know. It's probably something to try. I've, I've had okay success with it in things like, uh, discord or, or even like some, some software that like records like this, it works okay. But, uh, like if you've got a Colby in your life, man, like what else are you going to do? Like he just refuses asthmatic pug. <laughs> just refuses to to not be that. So give that a look. See, uh, Sony has um, kind of quietly updated the internals of the PS5. Apparently, this is the second time they've done it. Um, and like the the interesting thing is, like it's interesting that this happened because there, there's like two reasons they do it. One is because uh, they just kind of refine their manufacturing processes, but it, it usually makes the internals cheaper. So it's very weird to me that PlayStation is releasing a a system with cheaper internals and at the same time raising prices in essentially every market that isn't the United States. Um, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say surprising. That actually does seem exactly like something that a company would do. Uh, but apparently the like side effect of this is actually the, the new version of the PlayStation is more energy efficient, which is great. So I guess you can now pay more for a console that costs Sony less, but you'll save a couple cents on your energy bill. So uh, I guess it all, I guess it all kind of pans out somewhere apparently it's 20 20 to 30 watts less than uh, the other one so i don't know i guess if you want to ginor every time i see a playstation guys like every time i'm looking at a best buy and i see one i i almost like recoil from how huge they are i forget how big that system i don't think is. i've ever seen one they're it's very large th- like shockingly large like i i i only see one like maybe every three or four months I'll run across one. I'm just like, why is it so damn big? Because they're, I mean... How much bigger than it, the Xbox is it? Dylan, you don't have a you don't have an no, Xbox. No, and I've only seen one yeah. a few times. So. I mean, in my head, Cole, like, and this is probably not right, but it seems like you could take two of the Xbox <laughs> Series Xs, put them next to each other, and then put, like, another one on top of it, and it would be about the same size. Not the same thickness, because obviously they're not as thick as a, as a Series X, but, like, they're just monstrous. I'm like, it's, it's like the same size as my, like, 27-inch monitor, and it's not, but it, it feels like it might be, so... Hmm. I don't know. It's weird that they're they're making the inside smaller, not maybe just making that case a little bit smaller. It's so big, but I don't know. I guess maybe maybe you want that as a showpiece in your entertainment center. Uh, the I think it it is pretty pretty fair to say that uh, we as a as a podcast really enjoy our uh, our Xbox Elite controllers. I, Colby and I both have a two. Do you have a one or a two, Dylan? I, I forget. One. One, yeah. One's great, though. Like, I mean, they, they feel fantastic. Love them. Um, they're releasing a, what they're calling an Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 Core. So, it's first of all, it's white, um, but with, like, 
black handles, like the grippy part of the, the controller is black. Um, I don't know. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Um, it's, it's okay. Um, it is going to have, a, it seems like the same build, so it's still going to have that kind of heavy build, but it's going to come with a lot less stuff. Um, you don't get the paddles on the back. You don't get um, the replaceable D-pad, um, and you don't get the replaceable thumbstick. So it's like somewhere so, in between a regular gamepad and, and the Elite Series 2, um, but it's significantly cheaper. So the Elite 2 is 180 This one's only 120 130 I guess. Um, so you save like 50 bucks, but you get a lot less flexibility. Um I don't know. What do you do? You do you use so, any of that stuff, Colin? You don't. From what I've heard, those still fit on that one. Are they removable though, off of that one? Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I, I've heard that that yeah they they still have those things for it. But you just don't get them. You can buy them. I mean, essentially separately. Oh, I think. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and like I use. I like also, having, yeah, no, I never use those. Do you use, of the thumbsticks, do you use the default ones or do you use the... the? I don't know. I don't think... I I, I think I switched them out, but I, I think that they were both or whatever. I think they were all good. Yeah, for like a while, I, I did the like where one of them I was short and one of them was tall and I didn't like oh. that. Um, that sounds awful. Well, I you know I remember reading somewhere there was like a reason to do it, like it let you turn faster or something. I don't know. Plus, but, like I heard that it would make me good. And yeah, it, it did not. It made me worse. It made my hands hurt. Um, so I think I'm just using the default ones now, the like indented short ones. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never taken. I like the I like the default the round D pad too. So, is that the one with all of the directions, or is it like? I don't know. It looks like that. Like it's it's round. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, if if you want to get into the the uh, the elite controller kind of arena, it seems like a pretty good way to do it. Um, it still has the same USB C charger. Um, I really personally just like the, the like the heft of that controller. So I yeah. don't I don't use the special stuff very often. Um, and like we said, like the build quality is maybe questionable but uh did they did they fix the bumpers because uh, maybe 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 they need to yeah but uh it's interesting interesting to talk about i've i've been very happy with mine so worth a look see uh <laughs> so microsoft is trying desperately to buy blizzard activision um and and one of the arguments that sony is making is that it would be unfair for them <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't get access to Call of Duty. <laughs> um, and Phil Spencer said, like, hey, um, at very least, you're going to get Call of Duty for the next three years. Like, that apparently is the contract right now. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to change that. You're going to get it for at least three years. Um, <laughs> Jim Ryan, uh, head of PlayStation, said, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Ryan said, after almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. And, like... Fine, like whatever. But isn't Sony the one who like built their entire brand on exclusives? Like, am I, I wrong there? 
I feel like that's you insert God of War, and I'm like, okay, I, I understand what you're saying, but like, <laughs> right? we built our so, brand on this third party game. It's like, you know. It's so not- uh, why can't I play like you know the Spider Man game on the Xbox? <laughs> or is it because they bought Insomniac? Yeah, yeah, right. It's weird, huh? Hmm. Like, I, it's it's such a. It's such a, a bizarre argument that just makes literally no sense to me. And like you, he has to know when he says that, that he is literally that people like us are going to go like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> like exclusives. Is that how, how you've operated for literally this generation and the last generation? And now you're against those. So I presume that they're going to be releasing all of their games cross platform. Like, Look, now. we released Death Stranding on uh, Xbox for PC, uh, Game Pass for PC. <laughs> we didn't have a choice, but <laughs> <laughs> I just read that. And I'm like, I mean, there's there's so many arguments that you could make about why Microsoft should not buy Activision Blizzard. This is not one of them. This is absolutely not one of them. So, uh, Assassin's Creed, apparently, uh, like. I have to I have to assume that someone at Ubisoft is listening to this podcast. Like that's that's a possibility, right? And they said, you know, Cliff thinks that that uh that some of these Assassin's Creed games are too damn long. And so they took it back to the the powers that be at uh at Ubisoft and after the powers that be there stopped sexually harassing them, they they got a couple words in and they said Cliff thinks Assassin's Creed's too long. And apparently, uh the next game, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, is uh going to be a smaller Assassin's Creed project. Um it was uh built you know, very much to celebrate the 15th anniversary, um, and it's a smaller game. And they say it's gonna—it's only gonna cost fifty dollars instead of, I guess, seventy. Um, and it's only gonna be fifteen to twenty hours. And I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> this is the the Assassin's Creed game I want. I'm not probably gonna pay fifty dollars for it. I'll wait until it's like twenty-five, but uh, <laughs> it's still perfect. So, thank you, Ubisoft employee. Where's it set? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's let me see if it let me ah I don't know. Uh I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter, Colby? Does it matter? Yes. Oh. Uh Baghdad. Really? Yes. Oh, like ancient Baghdad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Nope, modern Baghdad, weird game, man. <laughs> the Assassin's Creed guy is going to take Not down political. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> it's an alternate past Baghdad, <laughs> but not very alternate or alt- very past. Um, instead of like a, a squad of seals, it's going to be <laughs> a dude with like hand knives. Uh, if you want to play a Ubisoft game, like if that was your jam, um, Ubisoft Plus right now is giving away a free month of uh, Uplay Plus, I guess is what it's called. It's normally 15 bucks a month, um, but uh, if you want to grab a 30-day trial, you can uh, do it between now and October 10th, and I don't know, in about 30 days, you could probably beat a game, right? You could probably power through... Uh, I don't know, I like Far Cry 5 a lot, and you could probably... Uh, 
you know, knock off some of their... They've got some of the shorter games in there, too. Or Immortals Phoenix Rising, if you're not a Game Pass subscriber. That game was pretty great. So go uh, go grab a Uplay Plus and then set a calendar reminder 30 days from now to cancel it. Or probably 29 days just to be safe. That's what I'm saying. So uh, check that out, too. All right, Dylan, help me, sir. There's no there's no Vinny, so you just going to have to... Hey, yo. Tough questions. <laughs> I thought that was going to be you just like, hey, yo. I'm like, all right, good enough. Uh, all right, Monotune Screaming asked a question Monotune that... Screaming. Monotune Screaming. Monotune <laughs> Screaming asked a question uh, that I think someone asked like three weeks ago. It might have been him, actually. So I, I don't know. Um, so we're going to flip it. His question is, is, what was the game you were hyped for but didn't live up to its expectations? The answer, of course, Borderlands is... Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3. Um, so we're, we're going to flip that. And what's a game that you did not have very high expectations for, but ended up being, uh, something you really enjoyed. So what's a, what's a game that you, you were like, meh, I don't know. We'll see. And, uh, and then you ended up liking it. Do you have some, Col- this is Colby's idea. So hopefully he has something you, in you mind. You want to know the great thing is, is this is my idea and I really didn't even look into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so I'm looking for a replacement podcast host. <laughs> if any of you would be interested in trying, like Please the bar is really low, honestly. To, uh... Yeah, just just bite me at bitemepodcast.com. <laughs> like you just have to be better than my own brother. Subnautica. We'll go with that. Hey, there Cause, you go. Because like Subnautica, like I was not really sure. Uh, you know, I knew a little bit about it, and I'd watch the uh, trailer and stuff. But it, it's like a survival game, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I I don't really like survival games yeah. all that much. And that and the the sequel were like some of my favorite games I played. Yeah. I loved them. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Subnautica. Good Bam. choice, Colby. Do you, do you have one, Dylan? I don't. That's a hard question. Um, I think just based on how I generally like pick games, um, I'm not generally like, I'm going to play a game that I don't think I'm going to enjoy a lot. Uh, (laughs) It's a very strange, that'd be a very strange thing for me to do. Absolutely fair. Uh, I'm going to say I can fall. I can, I can fell. I can, I can fell. I can fell. Yeah. Which is like, a turn-based like JRPG. I mean, it wasn't. I guess a turn-based RPG. It didn't have any sort of Japanese trappings, I suppose. Um, but like, man, I haven't enjoyed a turn like a an RPG with turn-based combat since I was like twelve, thirteen. Um, and I really, really, really enjoyed. I can fell had a, like a terrific story. Had kind of this fun like alternate like Harry Potter vibe. Um, set in a like a like a Harry Potter magic school kind of thing. Um, really, really accessible. Like they they let you. The reason I think I enjoyed it is because they let you turn off all the obnoxious things about um, turn based RPGs. Like you could you could say I don't ever want to lose. Like you could you could literally say I will not lose battles or I can't die. Um, you know you could skip bosses if you wanted. So I, I really enjoyed that game. Um, kind of beyond my my expectations of it. So. Check that out. It was on Game Pass for a while. I don't. I don't know if it still it's is not, or not. anymore. That's too bad. It's a good game. 
Uh, let's see. Turn down for what? He says, what mechanic needs to be in more video games? So is there like a mechanic in video games that you like that you don't think uh, you get to do enough? Uh, so here's one. The, uh, the uh, what was the system called in Shadow of Mordor? And, nemesis system. Uh, the nemesis system. Do you know why like, that's not in more video games? Because it is <laughs> copyrighted or patented. Copyrighted. But like you'd think there'd be something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, well, and like they're not really using it either. No, it's weird. They put it in two video games. The last one came yeah. out probably five years. Five ago, years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It would be Nemesis would be so good in so many kinds of games too. Uh huh. It's a really cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Makes me want to play weird. that game now. You say that. Right? Um, the system that I would like the most, I want every video game in the world to have this, is... Um, oh, what's that terrible co-op game we played called with, uh, like, where you could rip a door uh, off? Um, oh, yeah. Um, Army of Two. Army of Two. Army of Two. <laughs> Army of Two is not a good game. Um, it's not a bad game, but it's not a, it's not a good game. Um but it's fun to play co-op. Like I would absolutely not play that game by myself. But if you've got a buddy and you want to like, I don't know, sit on the couch. I'll give you a hint. No, you, you don't because you can't any longer because these servers are down. You can play that game one player. You can no longer play it two player. It was two player split screen. We played it in the same place. Yeah, you can't do it online though. Oh, well that's fine. You don't want to play that online anyway. You want to be like hanging. No, no. Yeah, like two player online, it'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess it'd be all right. But I think it's I think that game would really shine two player on the same couch, like just chilling out, you know, hanging. Um, so you could fist bump each other, Cole. You can't like if you kill a village and murder everyone in that village, you have to be able to fist bump each other. War crimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that game had a like if you got lost in that game, you could have you could hit a button and it would literally like paint a line on the ground. Like it wasn't like a hint. It wasn't like a, like oh it's over there. It was like literally follow this giant yellow painted line to your next objective. And I am terrible. I get lost in video games super easy. I'm not very like level design in a game has to be obscenely obvious for me to to notice it. Um. And so I absolutely want a yellow line in the game that points me where I go next. Um, and, and that would be perfect. So that, that's what yeah. I want. How about you, Dylan? Uh, I mean, I like I like those answers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could drive more in games, too. Yeah. Like, I, I do like a game that lets you, like, get in a vehicle. Um but even, it's got to have good driving mechanics. Yeah, but even like a horse. Like I, I enjoy like tooling around on my horse and like uh, <laughs> I just, Red Dead. I just love like the idea of a horse being in a game that it should not be in. <laughs> Could you imagine like, yeah, if fun. in Grand Theft Auto Six, like one of the options was just a horse? <laughs> like, horse. <laughs> excuse, like you go up to a mountie, you push him off the horse. <laughs> <laughs> like a horse cop. <laughs> so I was watching Better Call Saul yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Or the day before. And uh, in the first season, there's a character, and I'm like, that dude sounds so familiar. Why do I? I'm like, oh, that's Stephen Ogg. Because it's just Trevor. Oh. <laughs> like, that is all. <laughs> like, 
his voice says it and then once it like kind of like zoomed in on him i'm like oh yeah like that's just trevor because his mocap and his voice is just the same as his actual you know voice and stuff so he's just trevor never <laughs> so occurred like, to me eh, he was a real trevor. actor uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny he's in a great scene in uh breaking or in better call saul is that the scene you posted in our discord earlier no. Oh, I don't know. You posted some scene in our Discord and said, "I love this scene." Uh, I was no, that no. Was it, was. That was the. <laughs> I'm gonna go. go I, Google myself. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I use your computer? Of course. Oh, that's what you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, Triple Trouble, my delightful son, wants to know. He's uh, he's playing some real time strategy game. I don't remember what it is. Maybe that new Commandos remaster. I, I don't remember. He said, "What's your favorite real time strategy game?" Uh, we, it seems like we answered this relatively recently as well. But whatever. Like. That new dude from Ubisoft is listening, and he, he probably wants to know about real time strategy. And what's your what's your favorite RTS call? Um, oh, that's a hard one. It's because the answer is Warcraft Two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it probably would be one of those, just because I don't really play RTSs. Nope, I'm super bad at them. Yeah, <laughs> like I want to be good. Starcraft at Starcraft was pretty fun. Yeah, I I want to be yeah, good at them, pro- but I'm not. It would be- it would be Warcraft too. Yeah. Uh, Tooth and Tail is a lot of fun. Um, soundtrack by Aston Winery. Listen to that all the time. Um, uh, ah man, Chris, the dude from that founded Gas Powered Games. Total Total Annihilation. That was a real good uh, RTS. Like post Warcraft two, but not very far post Warcraft two. <laughs> How about you, Dylan? Warcraft two, Age of Empires. Or like Total War, which is yeah. a slightly different kind of one. Yeah. But it, it, I wish I was better at that game. But that one's pretty. It's a pretty cool game. I real time strategy games like I, maybe it's just I haven't given them enough like time with them to get good. But like I, I'm like I'm an intelligent person. Like I'm a semi intelligent person. I'm a vaguely intelligent person. Like it seems like I should be able to figure out how these work, and I I just don't. Like, I, I don't know if it's just, like, I don't pay enough attention. I don't know if I, I don't know. I'm just bad at them. Flat out bad. Uh, I think the, the problem is now is that now that you're on a console, there's really not a lot of good RTSs yeah. on the console. Yeah, that's true. Although I hear the Halo Wars games are very I, good. I played it. They were okay. Yeah, I played the second one. It was fine. It wasn't my cup of yeah. tea, really, but, you know, whatever. All right, let's see. Uh... Man, a lot of favorites. What's your favorite FPS? Mm. I think mine these days is probably Destiny. Destiny 2. That's third person, isn't it? Or no, Destiny is... Destiny's first person, right? Yeah, it's first yeah. person. Yeah. Why can I picture my character jumping up and down? Because it, it'll, when you use your ability, it'll do that third person. Oh, and, that's right. Well, and when you're in this, like the Citadel... You're a third oh, person. Oh yeah, you're yeah. A third so person. the the combat and the the strikes and stuff are are, are first, first person, and I yeah, really yeah. I really like the feel of that game. Like I'm actually I used to love first person shooters. Um, it was like my probably one of my favorite genres, and I've really fallen off. I greatly prefer third person these days. Um, so that's the the interesting thing about uh, Wildlands and Breakpoint is that they're fir- third person 
until you go to shoot in which they become first, first person. person yeah but you can switch it to so it is just third person yeah yeah i i really and i don't know if it's maybe like a playing with controller thing um where that's it seems to be a little maybe it's easier i don't know but i i really prefer third person these days but yeah, yeah. destiny just feels good like that i don't know if there's a game that really has portrayed like power in a video game better than destiny does like all the weapons feel great like i i always i feel like a badass playing that game and it's very very rare for me to do that because i am not um most of the time so what about you colton like of all time i'd probably go with tf uh c <laughs> just because yeah, it's a good choice but like like recent ones I tell you, I'm, I'm really like I really liked Wildlands and Breakpoint. Yeah, like I've put between those two games, I'll probably have put close to 300 hours into them. It's going to be interesting to me when Fallout Five and Skyrim Six come out, um, yeah. because those are traditionally first person games. Um, how I feel about Was... those when they come out was uh what was the division was that like wildlands where it was third person and then goes into first person or was it always i think third? it's always I third person i think it's always third yeah. person yeah i did like the division quite a bit too um yeah although that is a game that i think is is again way better played co-op um i enjoy that game co-op a lot more um and i question that game's politics but whatever you should question all of those like any ghost recon game yeah i don't know I, I, every time i do a co uh, close quarters kill in uh uh breakpoint i can just imagine my team just like jesus christ what are you doing while one of them just like pukes in a corner <laughs> <laughs> like just stab him in the throat once you don't need to decapitate him essentially via stabs <laughs> yeah yeah how about you dylan what's your favorite fps um i think i'm definitely more of a th i i've always liked third person games but yeah. if i had to pick one probably recently and probably rainbow six siege yeah, yeah. um I think it's an interesting take on a, on a game and everything kind of feels good. Um, so I definitely like there's been games like I never thought Battlefield felt fun to like no. actually shoot weapons. Like I thought Call of Duty did that better. Um, and I did like some of the older Call of Duty games along the way. Um, so that probably would have been my choice at, for just like fun factor at one point. But I think they've gotten too far out in the weeds um, lately. Um, they had a jetpack. So it was the yeah, other. that really just ruined it for me. But um, <laughs> um, like Halo was fun, but it was not quite really exactly what I wanted. It was fun because everyone played it, so it's like, oh, I'm playing with you. But um, in reality, I'd probably rather. Um, I don't know, play something else. But. Yeah. I think uh, probably a, a shout out to Doom 1 and Doom 2 is, is also needed. Those games were uh, very good when I played them in the... Like, call, call it Strife. 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 Strife is good stuff, too. Yeah. The mid-90s were a good time for 
uh, what am I thinking? Uh, Video games. Oh, what do they call the the staff that they stabbed Jesus with, and then Hitler got? Oh, uh, not sort of Damocles. Uh, the Spear of Destiny. Spear of Destiny. Thank you. Um, which actually did not help as much as I thought it was. What was the What was the Spear of Destiny video game? Started with a T. Yeah, that game was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it was cool. I'm lost. Bill's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, when did this turn into the the Nazi Jesus podcast? Uh, yeah, no, there's this. Let's see. Let me let me look it up so I don't sound quite as insane as I'm, I do. I'm I'm looking video game. It was called. Apparently, there's this game called Spear, Spear of Destiny. Destiny. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D Spear of Destiny. Uh, man. Uh, okay, I guess. Hexen? No, Hexen was a great game, was though. It? Hexen was real. That was like the, the magic-y feeling yeah. one. I don't know. It was, a, it was a great game. I just don't remember what it was called. So, there you go. Uh, Joe Coleslaw. <laughs> Favorite simulation game. Uh, currently, he is playing Arcade Paradise, which is actually a very fun-sounding game. Uh, it's a laundromat simulator in the front with an arcade I in the back. <laughs> which sounds, I want to play it so bad. Sounds pretty great. Uh, it's been on my wish list for so long. I mean, I mean, it was released like three weeks yeah. ago. So. <laughs> it's been on your wish list for at least three weeks. What do you think? Uh, What's your favorite sim game? Uh, Snow Runner and or Mud Runner. Well, oh, I don't know. The Hunter. Mm. Mm. The Hunter. All right. There you go. Uh, Dylan, do you, do you simulate things? What are we what are we considering a simulator? Like a is it like a real time simulator? Like a like I'm mowing the lawn or is it like. I would say uh, like, like a Sim city, right? Like I would say I would say either of those are fine. So yeah. either either a like a a, a simulation strategy game yeah. or a because I definitely pick more like a four X strategy game. Than I a, don't know. Four X seems a little out of that realm, though. Right. Like like Civilization it, to me is not a is not a is not a simulation game. I mean, yeah. I guess you're simulating a, a yeah. like civilization. I mean, uh, but I would say like a Sim City seems like yeah. that, like a like a Sim Coaster or a Planet Coaster or a. Uh, yeah, those are fun. I mean, I don't, I don't think I <laughs> ever played any in particular that I was really jonesed about. Super into. So. Yeah, I uh, my favorite was probably. Um, <sighs> it was on the Commodore sixty four. And it was called uh, Ap- uh, Algebra Quest. Algebra Quest. Apache. I like Math Simulator. H sixty four. There was a there was a a game on the the Commodore sixty four where you were in a. I want to say an H sixty four Apache. Um. But I, I'm not. I'm not searching this upright. I think so. it was just called Apache, wasn't it? Was it just called Apache? That seems. Yeah, as far as I know, that seems likely. Is Heretic the game we were trying to think of? It is not. <laughs> but, Damn it! But I, tre- I appreciate you trying, Cole. <laughs> He's trying very hard. He's trying very hard. Uh, but man, I put so much time into into that Apache game on uh, 
on uh, the Commodore. I also really liked F-16 Strike Eagle. Oh, Gunship is what it was called, Call mm. Gunship. Um, very fun helicopter simulator game where you did simulate an 864 Apache helicopter. Um, I remember the death uh, screen in that game with like the legs sticking yep, out. Yep. Yep. Um, F-15 Strike Eagle was also very good on the Commodore 64. Those are flight simulators, though. I don't. Rise of the Triad. Rise of the Rise Triad. Rise of the Triad. There you go. There we you go. You got there. You got there. Um, I would say past that, I'm a big um, simulating theme park games. Um, I really like uh, the like simulating those but i actually really prefer them more in sandbox mode i actually really prefer building theme parks as opposed to doing the like you have to make a profitable theme park like i don't i don't want to i don't want to live in a world where i have to make money building a theme park i just want to build a fun theme park so um i I very much enjoyed um (sighs) planet coaster um i wish that on the console it had been a little bit um, i was i was disappointed in the size of um of parks you could build um and planet zoo zoo planet i don't remember the the zoo one they made was a lot of fun too yeah. but suffered from some of the kind of the same thing as i didn't think the the logic was was great in some places so those are those are all a lot of fun um let's see that is all for questions so let's talk about some cheap free games uh spirit of the north and uh, the captain are both coming to Epic this week. Uh, Spirit of the North is a single-player third-person adventure game inspired by the breathtaking, mysterious landscapes of Iceland. I've heard uh, Iceland is very pretty. You also play as a fox, which seems pretty great. Um, the captain is race back home across the galaxy, collect new friends. Do you collect friends? I, I, don't you don't you make friends? Yes, but I'm a serial killer. <laughs> It doesn't seem great. <laughs> uh, Game Pass, you've got Ashes of the Singularity Escalation coming, which is a massive scale real-time strategy game. So maybe this could be your new favorite uh, real-time strategy game. Comes out September 13th. Maybe that was what he was playing. I don't know. Uh, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Crypto and Ace Cloud is a game that just sounds great uh came out yesterday suit up as super dogs crypto and ace to uncover lex luther's plot to pet nap metropolis's strays so cool those are both out now um also out today is you suck at parking it is the world's most extreme parking game and the only racing game where the goal is to stop uh coming out tomorrow which is probably the day you'll be listening to this podcast is despot's game uh which is a You guide puny humans through Despot's game, a roguelike tactics army battler. Uh, Also coming out tomorrow is Metal Hellsinger, which is a rhythm FPS brimming with diabolical enemies, powerful weapons, and metal music. Uh, Also coming out tomorrow is the uh, Xbox Series X optimized version of Outer Wilds, which I'm going to have to... I'm I'm, going to try and... So you can finally beat that game? I'm going to try and play that again. Um... See if we can if we can get through that game this time. Uh, September twenty eighth, hard ship or I'm sorry, hard space shipbreaker comes out. Beacon Pines come out, comes out September twenty second. Slime Rancher two also comes out September twenty second. Uh, the one point version of Grounded comes out September twenty seventh, and also on September twenty seventh uh, is Moon, either Moon Scars or Moon's Cars. I'll let you pick which one you prefer. Uh, 
Let's talk about a handful of Humble Bundles next. <clears throat> so, let's see. We've got the 2K Mega Hits Bundle, which comes with Borderlands 3, the most disappointing game all three of us has played recently, which is not great. But it also comes with XCOM Ultimate Collection, which is XCOM 1, 2, and 3. Or, I'm sorry, XCOM 1, 2, and Chimera Squad. Uh, PGA 2K21, Civilization 6, Bioshock the Collection, which is 1, 2, and... Whatever the third, Bioshock Infinite, I believe. Yep. Um, Mafia, the definitive edition, so that's the new redone version of Mafia. Railroad Tycoon 3, Railroad Tycoon 2 Platinum. Sid Meier's Railroads. You're kind of on a railroad kit, call. Maybe you should pick this, this up for you. Um, I've played one of them. <laughs> I've played Railroad Tycoon, one of the Tycoon games. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the Duke Nukem Forever collection, which comes with Duke Nukem Forever, Duke Nukem Forever, Hail to the Icons parody pack, and Duke Nukem Forever, The Doctor Who Cloned Me. I did not realize that Duke Nukem had DLC. Um... WWE 2K Battlegrounds, WWE 2K Battlegrounds Ultimate Brawlers Pass, Civ City Rome, the Golf Club 2019 featuring the PGA Tour, the XCOM Complete Pack, which comes with XCOM Apocalypse, Enforcer, Interceptor, Terror from the Deep, and UFO Defense, uh, Hidden and Dangerous Action Pack, Hidden and Dangerous 2, Courage Under Fire, and Army Men RTS. This is, li I, you know, I would say, actually, that this is the most random bundle of games I've ever heard. But we're actually about to talk about another bundle that is just <laughs> as random as this one. So I, I would love to find the person who looked at this bundle is like, man, I love every single one of those games from the weird golf game to the railroad games to the WWF games back to Civ Five, Like... Either way, it's a bunch of games for 18 bucks, so not a terrible deal. Um, the Starlight Children's Foundation bundle is also very weird. Um, for 10 bucks, you can get 17 games. Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Unleashed uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars, Pinball FX Marvel Pinball Season 1, Pinball FX Marvel Pinball Season 2, and Pinball FX Star Wars Pinball Season 1, Pinball FX Star Wars Pinball The Last Jedi, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, Grim Fandango Remastered, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Aliens Colonial Marines Collection, uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, Full Throttle Remattled Matter, Full Throttle Remastered, and Aliens vs. Predator Collection. So, I don't know. Just a bunch of Lucas Artsy kind of games, I guess. What does the Alien vs. Predator collection have in it? It has uh Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator Bug Hunt Map Pack, and Alien vs. Predator Swarm Map Pack. What were you hoping for? Alien vs. Predator 2. I don't think it's ever been released ah, except for on CD. Curses. So that's the Starlight Bundle. It's 10 bucks for 17 games. Um, and then the Tiny Build uh, versus Evil Smash Up Game Bundle came out today. It's 12 games for 12 bucks. You can get Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, 20% uh, off Hello Neighbor 2, 15% off of Evil. Uh, totally Reliable Delivery Service, which is a fun game to play with friends. Mayhem in Single Valley, which I'm not familiar with, but it looks kind of cute, honestly. Uh, the Hand of Merlin, 
Card Apocalypse Wintermore Tactics Club, which I swear I played this game at uh, like an indie game show in Seattle like a number of years ago. Uh, Hitchhiker, a mystery game. Hello Neighbor, Guts and Glory, and Let Them Come, which that's a I could use some phrases. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, twelve games for twelve bucks. Like I mean, honestly, with those three games, it's look. I think you could spend like forty dollars and get like seventy games. So, like you know, probably a a, a worse way to spend forty dollars. So so. Uh... Can you can you say the name of that uh, game again, Cliff? Let them come. Mm, what is slutty Marie Antoinette? <laughs> that would have been better if you could have seen Colby's Johnny and Carson impression. But I also can't imagine there's a number of like the, the number of people that that would have gotten that joke either way is low. So, but that was that was very good, Colby. Very good. <laughs> All right, I think that is us. Unless you guys want to talk about. Something? Do you, is there anything you want to just like, just get out there? Better call Saul's real good, but like I'm about I don't know eight years late to this conversation. So. I watched the when it like first started. I watched some of the very first episodes, but didn't keep watching it for whatever reason. So that's definitely on from, my list of things to do someday. From what I hear, like the first season is very. I mean, like it's everything I've heard is like, oh yeah, the first season isn't very good. And I think what people meant is the first season is very different than what you would expect, and kind of not like slow, but it's not it's not Breaking Bad. Interesting. Um, but it's real good. Hmm. I the only thing I know about Better Call Saul is there's an episode that somehow features Cinnabon. I I, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, it's. It's it's very heavily featured in the first episode. Oh, okay. So there you go. So that came out, and uh, me and uh, the the person that was Dylan before Dylan was Dylan, uh, like he came in. He's like, "There's this whole entire episode about Better Call Saul, and all they talk about is Cinnabon. Cinnabon and now I desperately want a cinnamon bun, Cinnabon." And him and I went over to the mall and got a cinnamon bun. So that's that's my one tie to. To Better Call Saul. Um, I'm watching The Great, which is um, how Ella Fanning is that her name? Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. It's like a it's set in like it's it's a it's like a, a vaguely historical accurate, or at least set in like historical times. Um, she plays the like uh, Peter Peter the Great, the head of Russia's son's wife. Um, and so it's like at least like historically accurate to like these people existed and these things took place, but like all the language in it is very, very modern. Um, it's a very interesting show. So check it out, I guess, if you like that kind of thing. Anyway, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.com slash bite me podcast. You can uh, become a patron. At patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our Discord at bite me slash Discord. Although, man, I will admit, like, so another Discord server I was in, someone like went into the introduction channel and I thought they were in ours. And I'm like, oh man, is it okay to get new people? Like, are we going to scare them away? Like, how do I tell everyone to be nice to the new person? So I guess if. If you're going to be new, you're going to be prepared for that. Like, it's, uh, I'm not saying they're not friendly. I'm just saying they're all weird, like super weird. 
um, Colby's there. Like that's that's all you need yeah, to know. And he's true. not the weirdest one. Like that's that's the thing you should know is it's not that Colby's there and he's weird. It's that he's not the weirdest one. Um, I lost track of things. Extra Life. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life to join or donate to our Extra Life stream. Again, I expect you to be there on Saturday when I am fighting giant, massive bosses. And, and by fighting, I mean just getting swatted away like a little insect over and over and over again at twitch.tv slash bitemepodcast. Uh, I think that's it, though. Dylan. Bite me.